You're listening to Self-Publishing Journeys, the weekly podcast for all new and aspiring self-published authors. Stand by for tips, resources, hints, and practical techniques to help you on your own self-publishing journey. Meet indie authors at different stages of their writing careers and hear how they manage to get their own books published and making sales. For show notes, web links, and useful resources, please head to selfpublishingjourneys.com. Now, here's your show host, self-published author and digital marketer, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Self-Publishing Journeys episode number 87 for Monday the 30th of October 2017. My guest today is Fred Freeman, the co-founder and commercial director at Bloodhound Books, a leading independent crime fiction publisher. Founded in late 2014, Bloodhound Books was born from a love of great fiction. They only publish books that they're passionate about and can add real value to, so they specialise in thrillers, chillers, crime and mystery books. Bloodhound Books specialises in publishing e-books, but it also offers print-on-demand paperbacks for all of its titles. They've sold well over 1 million books worldwide and have had many top 50 bestsellers in the UK, USA, Canada and Australia. When we chatted for the podcast, I began by asking Fred what led him to co-founding Bloodhound Books. My wife, uh, Betsy Reedley, she's, uh, she's an author. Her first book was picked up by, by Joff Books, who are uh, another yeah, independent, independent publisher, I guess with a fairly sort of similar model to us. Um, they were in their infancy at that stage, and um, we kind of we kind of watched what they did. Um, you know, I think they did you know a, a pretty good job. And, and actually, you know, I, you know, Joff, uh, you know, with a lot of respect for Joff Books, they've kind of grown their their publishing business amazingly over the last few years. But at that time, we kind of thought, well, you know. What, what are they doing that we that we couldn't do? Um, so we, we we decided to to set it up, I guess, ostensibly as a as a vehicle to to, to publish Betsy's book books in the first instance. And you know, then we kind of saw you know perhaps there's an opportunity here, um, you know, to to use the fact that we've got you know myself with some sort of commercial background and and Betsy with you know it's an author, she's a creative kind of person. Um, you know, perhaps there's an opportunity here to actually set up a a publishing business and so sort of one thing one thing led to another with that really and um you know we we we, we dived into it um and and i guess that you know the rest is the rest is history that's taken us to, to where we are now yeah betsy had had some success as, as a writer already so this was not a decision that was motivated by uh, struggling it was from a position of success yeah, absolutely. You know, books. Are, you know, she'd had well, she had one book out, and 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 you know, he's done he'd done pretty well. I would say it was um, quite a sort of multi-genre book, which I think are you know quite difficult to market. So I think um, you know, Joff Books had done had done a good job. But but I guess we 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 thought you know actually you know potentially there is an opportunity for us to um, for, for us to do it ourselves here, and you know we think we you know because of really I, I guess our complementary um, skills we felt felt we had something uh, you know additional to offer and I, I, I guess at first we thought hey this could be a bit of fun you know maybe we can um, make a little bit of uh, money out of it you know get a, get a holiday here or there um, but I you know I, I don't think at that, at that stage we saw you know where we where it was going to end up and and you know really that this would turn into um the success that it has and and really be our our, our you know our careers and our, our passion at this stage 
Now, most people, when they have an experience, they think, well, actually, I could do better. I want something slightly different. They would just yeah. go straight for self-publishing. They just do it themselves. They wouldn't set up a um, a publishing house or anything like that. They wouldn't go any deeper into it than that. They'd just say, oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll upload it to Kindle and I'll take 70% of the royalties. So I'm, I'm interested to explore why you went deeper in than most people would go. Is it because of your personal experience? It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good question, really. I mean, I think, you know... The, we, we, you know, we, we wanted, you know, we wanted to, to, to work together, um, you know, just from sort of, per, you know, personal reasons. I, I wasn't, I yeah, never sort of particularly loved any of the kind of um, jobs that I had. And, and we always had an idea that we would, you know, eventually set up a, a, a business together. And I guess, um, you know, you know, I mean, looking back, it was kind of, it, it was a sort of fairly, a fairly bold decision to go down, to go on that route but we just um I, I think just an opportunity we just thought hey this is actually something where you know our skills actually align this is something that we you know we're both you know passionate about this world you know betsy um you know has that you know we, we knew i knew she would have that sort of uh, uh you know be able to have that rapport with the authors which is so important and and you know, we, we just sort of, you know, saw the opportunity there and, and kind of weighed things up and thought, you know, hey, let's just, let's give it, you know, let's give it a go. And, and that really was, was, was the reason. Um, and it was fairly, it was fairly, um, you know, it was fairly on a whim, I must admit. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that we'd planned for ages, but, you know, we reached that stage and, you know, we discussed it over a, you know, a few times over a few glasses of wine, like you know, like you do, and um, and just decided actually, let's let's go for it. Let's take the plunge with this. Another motivation for people to to go off and do it alone is is the money, mm. of course, is the, the the amount of money that you take from the deal. And yeah. um, how much of a a part did that play in the? Uh, the, the concept of the business, not so much for, for Betsy, because as one of the co-founders of the business, you kind of take what you need from it. But when you were thinking about the deal for other authors? Well, I, of course, I, I mean, you know, you, you can never say that, say that money um, money's not a factor. I mean, um, you know, it, it, you know, you know, clearly we, we saw some sort of commercial um, possibility in this. But I don't think that was that that wasn't the sort of driving driving force initially at all. I mean, you know, I think we, you know, we saw an opportunity to, to you know, be able to you know set something up together to achieve something, um, and and that was really what sort of drove us initially. You know, I think in terms of the deal, obviously, what we've learned, you know, since then is uh, you know the sort of huge amounts of of, of other costs that are that are involved, um, you know, in, in running the business, you know, from the sort of editing side, the, the marketing side um all that other aspects to it that um you know something obviously what you know after we pay for royalties you know it's um you know there's not as much left as 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 one as one might think um so you know i think that you know and obviously you know when when authors self-publish that's you know that's exactly the same same sort of principle they might think initially they're going to be taking the full 70 percent, but of course the cost that they that they have with that um, you know, can be can be quite significant, particularly in terms of marketing the book if they want to go down the route of advertising and and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, m- money money wasn't the wasn't the original uh, driving factor, but obviously, you know, as the business has grown, you know, it's now, uh, you know, our, you know, this is uh, this is this is what we do. This is our careers, you know. So, you know, c- clearly that's become um, more important. But certainly in the early stages, it wasn't something that we um, that, that we that we thought about particularly with the business. So when you started that 
business? Was it a business with just the one author, Betsy, originally, and then you had to spread your wings and find some new talent? Yes, that's right. So we started with one author. We actually very, you know, we opened up submissions almost immediately. Um, we we signed, um, we, you know, and, and actually we signed. I think you know we so the business was founded in August 2014. I think by the end of August we had actually um, signed. Um, uh, two or three authors so you know in, in in some respects you know that was quite quite amazing to actually have that have that traction so early on despite not necessarily having a having a you know particularly despite not say having loads of books or a particular um uh, track record in the field um you know i think they they kind of bought into the sort of passion that we had for it um as well as you know our our, our vision for what we wanted to achieve and i think also you know our our branding was, was was quite strong from from day one, so I think that was what enabled us to kind of get up and running with it fairly quickly. So, having got those initial authors, what kind of uh, promise, I guess, were you able to make to them in, in the early days? What was the what was the arrangement at first? The, the, the arrangement was first. I mean, you know, our, 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 in terms of our contracts, I mean, they, they've they've hardly hardly changed um, from from then. I mean. Um, but but so you know it was it was the similar um, similar deal. I guess what we were able to felt we really could offer is is, is time. We didn't have any other um, you know any other huge volume of authors that we were dealing with. Um, you know expertise um, in things like digital digital marketing, Facebook advertising, which in 2014, although you know it was obviously been up and running for a few years, not everybody was doing it like they are now. Um, you know, and I had some expertise in that area. So I think, you know, we were sort of perhaps, you know, really, I, I, I guess, um, you know, amongst the sort of new breed of kind of independent digital publishers, you, we were, uh, you know, amongst the sort of forerunners at that point in terms of having a of having a, a clear vision about what we could achieve using social media, using digital marketing. And, you know, and I think our passion for, you know, Betsy's passion in particular for, for crime fiction, for literature, that shone through, you know, along with my sort of um, c- commercial, uh, commercial now, I suppose, and th- that was really what, what shone through. And, and um, you know, and I guess it was a leap of faith for the, for the, for the authors at that time. Uh, um, you know, and, you know, I, we've, you know, I thought it's not necessarily all of the books that we published in those early days actually, um, you know, did brilliantly well. But certainly one or two, you know, have gone on, have gone on to um, to do well. And, and, you know, it's one of those two of those sort of early, early signings have gone on to do well. And they've still got other books with us and, and, and so on. So it was a leap of faith for them. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I think it was I think they bought into us. I'd say I would say really at that, at that stage, that was that was what we um, that, that, that that was the buy in for them. But that, that's a crucial element, isn't it? Because I know I've found in my indie author career, for, for instance, with, with editors, that you kind of need to form personal relationships as an author because you are uh, letting people get their hands on your work. And you must be quite aware of this through, through Betsy's own experiences as a, mm-hmm. as a writer. Well, I think that's what we, you know, that's one of the things that we really wanted to sort of differentiate ourselves in the, in, in the early stages. And, and indeed now, you know, we were founded by authors or by an author, and, and we were for authors. So one of the things that we wanted to do um, and that we continue to do, and I think is one of our big um, sort of selling points, is that we collaborate extremely closely with the uh, with the author, you know, at every stage of, of the publication process. So that obviously starts right with the, with the editing. We don't impose, you know, we, 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 won't, we won't sign a book if we don't think, 
you know, if we think that the book needs major rewrites, if you know, if if there are sort of kind of critical things wrong with it, we we won't sign it because we don't want to be in a position where we feel we have to force through um, editorial changes. So we'll only sign the book if we, you know, if we think the really the bones are there, the structure's there, you know, and it just needs polishing because we want to work with our authors in, t- in that editorial process. And then that goes on to the, uh, to, to the cover design. You know, we will always, you know, we'll normally provide two or three mock-ups for the authors and ask them, you know, very much get their feedback on, on, on which they prefer. Um, and, you know, then with the blur, you know, just sort of writing the, uh, the book description will certainly involve them in, in, in that process. And then even in the, in, in the marketing, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to involve the authors as much as possible. So I think that's what we always, um, you know, what always what we wanted to do was to ha- was to be have that sort of relationship with the authors um, and, to, you know, to listen to them. We can, you know, we completely understand that this is their, you know, the book is their is, is their baby. You know, they put you know, um, sort of, you know, blood, sweat and tears into producing the book. And we don't want to be people who are dictating things to them. We want to give them the benefit of our expertise um, and, and perhaps kind of guide them in the, in the right direction. But ultimately, we want them to be involved in making decisions. And, and Bloodhound Books uh, focuses primarily on uh, e-books. But I, I know that you do, you offer print-on-demand versions too. Now, mm-hmm. what, what made you commit to that? I mean, again, self-publishing changes so fast so in 2014 Mm. that was really uh, I guess even at that stage was sticking your neck out a bit with that strategy yeah well I mean I think um you know I mean really that was a kind of route to market thing I mean I mean you know we we saw an opportunity that we could um you know really kind of actually compete on a on a much more level playing field with the uh with the established names in the field in the in the ebook market, that was clear. Um, and, and and really, we did actually even consider you know, purely offering ebooks um, at, at that stage. However, I guess and again because because Betsy's an author, you know, she really you know understood the magic of of, of having a paperback in your hand. Um, so. That, you know that that's something that we you know didn't want uh, you know we we didn't want to sort of preclude our authors from having that moment when you open a box of books and and you know it's got your name on it and it's got the cover and you know that that lovely feeling for them you know and likewise um, you know we very much encourage our authors to 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 do event to go do book signings um, and and to try and get their books stocked in their local branch of Waterstones and all that stuff you know we think that's absolutely great but but. Certainly, off. You know, you're absolutely right. Our focus has always been on, on, on eBooks, and you know, sort of ninety percent of our of our revenue and, and therefore our authors' royalties um, come come from eBook sales. Um, you know, and, and I think that will that will always be the case. You know, I don't think we've got plans to to ever try and compete with with Harper Collins in, you know, getting paperbacks into into Tesco. You know, I think um, we, we'd be fighting a losing battle with that. But certainly on the ebook front, you know, we, we, we can and, and, and do do compete on a much more even playing field with them. When you publish your ebooks, are you going wide or are you prioritizing uh, just Amazon? Well this this is this is the million dollar question and it's something we we grapple with a lot. Um, currently the vast majority of our books are are just on Amazon. Um, we have put books uh, books wide, and we do have some books wide, and, and um, it's something we constantly review. You know, I think in an ideal world, everybody would love to have their books on on all platforms, so that all readers can 
you know, can read it. Um, you know, I think particularly iBooks and Kobo were, you know, absolutely great, great companies. Um, we've had some meetings with them in the past. They're very keen for us to put more of our books on there. But ultimately, um, you know, the, the, you know, Amazon obviously, you know, by far the biggest player and the Kindle select program is quite a, is, is a compelling offering. And, um, you know, increasingly we're seeing, you know, that a, a lot of our, the perhaps over half um, of royalties are, are generated from uh, the, the Kindle Unlimited program now. And, um, you know, it just always seems, um, you know, a, a, a bit of a, it's always a bit of a debate about whether we should, whether we can, you know, we can make that up, you know, from across the other platforms. And it's something we, we, we constantly review and we constantly look at, but at the moment we're, we're very much focused on, on, uh, on Amazon and the books being exclusively on there. And interestingly, you said that you are you are encouraging your authors to get their books into places like uh, Waterstones, for instance. So that does that presuppose that your publishing is Ingram Spark rather than say Create Space? Yeah, we, we we use both actually. Um, so we we, we we use both. So the, the advantage of that being that um, that uh, you know with with, with Create Space, that the book is always in stock on Amazon, um, which again is you know tends to be the uh, you know tends to be where most of the paperback sells. Uh, you know, go through. But um, the advantage of you know Ingram is that is that bookshops can order them and, and do order them. And uh, you know, of course, if an author wants to order fifty copies, one hundred copies for an event, you know, those books are printed in the UK and they can order them at um, a, a cost price cost price through us. So um, that's that's the major. So we, we we use both of those. We have also um, had print runs for for you know small print runs for books in in the past. Um, but but we tend uh, not to go down that route, uh, you know. Certainly in, in the first instance, perhaps once a, once an ebook has has achieved you know pretty considerable commercial success, then we'll then we'll look at look at that option as as, as well. But uh, but certainly the combination of Ingram and and, and Create Space work, works pretty well for us. I'm interested in Ingram Spark because as a as a self published author, I've looked at Ingram Spark, and I know that you then get involved in some of the more traditional. Uh, problems that that publishers have which is what discount do i allow and do i allow sale or return uh, in ingram spark i'm just interested to know with all those um indie all that indie blood going through your veins how, <laughs> how you then approach that traditional publisher problem of what discounts to given and whether you allow sale or returns because certainly for an ind- individual author that could expose you to to loss so i i wonder where you sit on the fence with that one. yeah well as i mean we, we we don't we don't allow sale or returns in in most cases and you know we um you know we we you know we don't you know we often get um bookshops um you know will contact us contact us directly to try and sort of circumnavigate the, the hub as they call it which is the, the gardeners and the bertrams and um those kind of major book distributors um you know not necessarily exceptional cases we we, we tend to redivert them back to the hub because um you know this is it's it's not a it's, it's not a big focus for us and uh the, the the paperbacks and we're sort of you know quite um quite plain speaking about that you know with our authors um you know you know we you know we want we want them to have the paperbacks. We want them to be able to uh, to get some into their into the local shops. But we won't um, sort of go out of our way, and we won't risk um, you know loss making through it. So we 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 don't offer sales or returns, and, and uh, I think we offer the, the discount. We offer, I think, is, uh, is is somewhere in the middle of the of, of the parameters. I think it's about forty five percent wholesale wholesale discount. So 
you know, we actually had Tesco um, in, in touch with us um, who wanted to stock a local author's books, which, which we would have loved. Um, but they were pushing for, for a 60% discount, which, um, you know, was just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just completely unsustainable for, for a, a publisher of our size to, to kind of offer, offer that level of discount. And um, so unfortunately, we had, to, we had to politely turn that down. But, but you're absolutely right. It is, it is you know, you, you know one, once you get into that world, you know, it, there, are, there are problems um, thrown up by it, uh, for sure. So, you know, I think we, we sort of hedge our, hedge our bets with a little bit. Um, you know, we're delighted that we do offer these paperbacks. And, you know, it, it's, you know it's, it's fantastic for authors when they go into their local bookshop and, you know, they're stocking a few of their of, of, of their books, you know, and I can completely, um, I, you know, understand what what, not, what a great feeling it must be for the authors. So we'll always offer that, but um, but as I say, we're not, you know, we we, we don't go out of our way to kind of to kind of push that at, at all. One of the things you've alluded to uh, twice now, actually, you mentioned Tesco, and also earlier you said that you have uh, people like uh, Kobo approaching you to list more books on on their sites. And mm-hmm. um, is that when when we go with somebody like uh, Bloodhound Books? we get your clout as well so so um it, it's scalable you've got many authors uh, you could demonstrate many sales how useful is it to have that that kind of clout within the industry well i mean that's that's something that's, that's growing all the time and i'll, I'll give you um uh, you know uh, an example we've we just recently actually signed um an agreement with uh, Lorella Belli Literary Agency, who um, Lorella Belli is um, absolute, you know, very, very well known within the industry for selling translation rights. She actually used to work uh, with um, Bookature, uh, you know, before they were bought out by by Hachette. And she, um, you know, she sold translation rights for the, you know, their sort of big selling authors like Ange- Angela Marsons and Robert uh, Brindiza and, you know, all those kinds of names. Um, so we've actually just signed a partnership w- with her now. So she's going to be representing our, uh, you know, our authors on on translation rights and also film and film and TV rights as well. Um, and, you know, obviously the, the, the last film TV rights is, is, is a pretty difficult um, nut to crack. But certainly things like translation rights, you know, she's very confident that she can go to the Frankfurt Book Fair next month and that she can pitch our pitch the, um, the you know, the, the, the translation rights of, of, of some of our authors to to some international publishers, um, you know, which, of course, is another going to be fantastic thing. I mean, not only is it going to generate, um, you know, revenue and, and royalties for the authors, but, you know, again, another magic moment potentially to see your, see your book, uh, you know, translated into another language and, and, and hitting the shelves, you know, in some, uh, you know, Psanko could be anywhere in the world. I mean, she, she's got very much a sort of worldwide footprint. So that, I guess that's one example of, of, of kind of the extra things that, um, that we can offer, um, you know, and I think, you know, we, we've got now also a very good relationship with with Amazon. Um, you know, and kind of very much on their on their radar in terms of um, in, in in terms of them sort of helping to push our books as well. Um, so so that, that 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 also kind of makes a big difference. And I think you know, as we continue to grow, you know, hopefully opportunities like that will will continue to develop, and and that you know, in turn, is going to be you know more good news for our for our authors. Yeah, I was talking to an author the other day who said that she'd had um, some Kindle deals through um, a, a publisher uh, because they'd got that that kind of clout. And she was saying that she'd made more sales from those Kindle special deals that they do than she had through 
um, a bookbub promotion, which yeah. is usually the holy grail for for, for most yeah, of the authors. Um, so, I mean, are you are you able to get those deals and say say to Amazon, you know, can you fit us in those slots, please? Yeah, I mean, we you know we we we, we certainly that they they, they 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 it's more a case of actually them them approaching us. You know, I think once a once a book has a sort of certain um, you know number of number of reviews and things like that, they will um, you know potentially get in touch with us and ask us if we are open for it to be included. in in a deal um you know things like i, I guess probably what that author was refer- referring to is um something like a kindle daily deal yes um you know and if you get a u.s kindle daily deal then you know the the sales will be like like you say sort of at least on par with a with a book bub deal um so things like that you know are you know are, are absolutely fantastic and it, you know it just shows really obviously the clout that amazon amazon have in order to to be able to uh, to, to be able to kind of push those things, um, you know, when when they're in a, when, when they're in a position to, you know, when they when they want to, and when they think the book has the has the potential to to kind of reach that sort of large audience. What I want to do is I want to dig through the experience that I would have as an author um, with Bloodhound Books, if that's okay. And um, I, I guess the, the first thing I should ask is, um, you know, what what specific books are you after? I know you're after kind of crime and thrillers, but do you have a, a sort of remit for exactly the kind of book you're after within that genre? I, I, I don't think, um, I, I don't think so really. I mean, I think, you know, the crime and thriller, you know, is such a, such a massive, massive area and so many sub genres, you know, within that, I mean, certainly, you know, things like psychological thrillers, you know, we absolutely, absolutely love sort of standalones. Um, Police procedural series. We've got many of those kinds of series that are that are doing you know very very well. Um, we've got uh, you know a, an, an espionage uh, series, which is quite a sort of fast paced action um, action series that has been you know phenomenally successful. Um, so you know it's a very it's a very broad area. I, I, I guess one thing you know particularly this might be for uh, might be more applicable for for a debut author. I guess one thing that we do need that we have found um, is that really a, a, a book needs to fit a, a, a genre, um, and in some ways that's you know it's a bit of a it's, it's a bit of a shame to to say that because you know we've had some fantastic submissions that you know go you know got elements of horror elements of of crime you know even perhaps a bit of sort of science fiction thrown in all that you know that kind of stuff and you know they might be brilliantly written you know hugely exciting reads. But they are difficult to market, those types of books. Um, so I would say, you know, for us, that is one thing we look for, particularly with, with debut authors, um, a, a, clear, a clear genre. Um, you, know, you know, can we fit this into sort of police procedure? Or can we fit this into a psychological uh, thriller? You know, you know, is it more, you know, is it a sort of fast-paced action thriller? You know, we, we, we need to be able to see that. Um, but beyond that, you know, we're just looking for... For, for 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 a bloody good story really um you know of course it has to be well written but we're not looking for the next um you know booker prize winner you know we're looking for you know developed characters you know gripping story and and some you know good quality sort of you know prose behind it that's really what we're looking for you know along with that along with that sort of clear clear genre and you've got a page on your website for submissions. It's pretty straightforward. It's all there on the page. You explain what you'll do for authors, and we'll dig into that in a moment or two. But also, you've got your submission guidelines, which I think are, are fairly standard. If I were to, to submit a book to you, then how, how long would it take to get a response from you? And, and, and what, what would you do in terms of assessing whether that 
book is is good enough to go for you? So we we um, as you probably seen. So we ask initially for the first um, three chapters and a. And a, and a synopsis as well as a, a sort of short short bio um you know we i mean we we try and turn turn things around you know extremely quickly i mean we would aim to give a response within within a couple of weeks um at the moment that might be more like sort of four or five weeks um we just recently reopened submissions after the summer and you know we are receiving you know anything between 10 and 15 submissions a day uh so it's 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 quite intense at the moment um but we still you know we aim very we don't want to slash pile we aim very much to kind of keep on top of it so you will get a response within a, within a few weeks um you know that at, at that point you know it, it might be a, a a polite a polite rejection um uh, it, it might be, you know, are then at that point that we will ask for the for the full manuscript. Um, we then have a have a sort of team who are actually reading those those full manuscripts that come in for us now, who provide us with detailed reviews. Again, this shouldn't take more than a more than a couple of weeks to to get that review back. Um, you know, and at that point we would. Um, you know, we you know we we, we will you know if, if 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 we like the if if we like the book. If we've got the um, if we've got the you know positive reviews from our from our readers, we will go ahead and offer a contract. You know, it's it's a quick it's a quick process, and and certainly you know within you know six to eight weeks of, of someone submitting a book, they can then have a have a contract in their hand, and we can start looking at planning a planning a publication date. Um, so that's it's 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 a it's a quick turnaround and and you know we we really want to keep it that way and you know if if ever if there's ever any point where it's sort of slowing down too much we'll either employ more people uh to help with that or you know occasionally we have to close submissions for a short time to 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 catch up um but 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 that sort of speed is is really important to us and you know we don't want to keep authors waiting for ages um so so it's that that's you know that's the sort of uh way we operate and if I'm a self-published author, would I be able to submit a book that I've self-published before but that hasn't been formally published by somebody else? Yes. Yeah. So we've, had, we've done that many times, actually. Um, many of our authors have previously self-published their books. And, you know, in, in many ways, that's, you know, we're, we're quite happy with that. You know, particularly if then there's additional social proof of, of some good reviews on there. Probably the reason they're submitting to us is because they're, you know, Sales haven't been as good as they hoped, and but again, we don't read too much into that. We know how difficult it is um, for self-published authors to, to market their books, so that's not something we'll, we'll read into. But but absolutely, we're we're, we're very happy um, for that to be the case. And but you know, I'm not sure how many books we have published that have previously been self-published, but I would guess it could be you know t- t- at least twenty twenty of our titles. Um, so we we don't have any any issue with that at all. So let's talk about the contract then. If uh, you were in the very lucky position to be offered a contract, what form might that take? Um, so the contract is we, it's, it's normally offered. I believe it's on on a six year uh, so six year contract. Um, we offer um, you know royalties based on uh, you know separate royalty rate based on on ebook sales and um, which is which is forty percent. Um, and uh, and then a lower royalty rate on on paperbacks, which is uh, which is twenty percent. We you know will then have you know additional things such as um, you know right sales uh, sort of so and subleasing subleasing arrangements. So what 
what we do with, with audio books is we actually sell a lot of the rights to a, to an audio book publisher who will pay in advance uh, for, for the uh, for, for the, the title and then they'll pay royalties on it on it thereafter. So that's how we tend to produce our, our audio books at the moment through this um, uh, through this third party. Um, but the, the the contract is is quite a straightforward document. I mean, it's it's, um, it's 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 two or three two or three pages. We we do put in break clauses in there, um, both for our for our own sake and for the authors. That if the book doesn't sell, um, I'm not, not I'm not exactly sure of what the figures are off the top of my head, but if the book doesn't sell X number of copies within the first uh, w- within the first um, six months, and then a year. Yeah, then there is an opportunity for either us or the author to to pull the plug on it. Uh, we, you know, so we do we we do put that in there. Um, but, but really, it's uh, you know, apart from that, it's it's quite it's quite straightforward. Uh, it's quite a straightforward document, and um, you know, I think it offers uh, you know good good protection for for both us and, and for the authors. And uh, presumably, we're not dealing with any advances here. No, um, no, I mean that's it's, you know that's almost um, the, the answer is almost always no. Um, which is obviously, uh, um, you know, not. I mean, I mean, there, there, we have, there have been some some exceptions in in some cases, but but generally speaking, we we, um, you know, what what we're what we're looking at is is you know we we want to really put the budget into promoting the book, and you know, we 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 could we could, we could pay a small advance, but but essentially, you know. That's then taking, um, you know, taking promotional money away from it. When ultimately, you know, we can put that extra money in, and they can, you know, earn, you know, two, you know, two or three times that from from the royalties. So, so that's why we don't we don't um, pay advances, you know, in ninety nine point nine percent of cases. And then we've already alluded to this to right, rights, uh, territorial rights. Um, when we yeah. sign a contract, is this for UK rights, USA rights, or worldwide rights? Um, again, it, it tends it tends to be worldwide, well, world world rights. Um, we we have just um, we are about to uh, release a book in early November that we've got the UK and Commonwealth rights for. But but generally speaking, you know, we would, you know, that would uh, certainly for us it would become less attractive if it if it wasn't the worldwide rights. I mean, the US is now um, probably fifty percent of our, if probably sixty percent actually of our of our overall sales. So, um, you know, certainly you, you know, UK and US would be, would be pretty essential for us in, in most cases. I just want to dig into the, the six year period in mm-hmm. that six year period. Is, is that, is that contracted per book or is that you contracted as an author for six years? Oh, no, no. So it's, it's, it's that's right. So that is per book. So that's for, for, for the book. We may, um, you know, in, in many cases, you know, we, we will, you know, if, if, the author's written a written a series, or you know they're halfway through their second book in a, in a new series. You know we might um, ask you know to, to to have to have a two or three book deal, and um, but again we'll, we'll include the break clauses in in those in those cases again for for our sake and for the authors in case um, sales are disappointing, so that you know either of us can walk away. Um, but 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 certainly so the six year period covers covers one books um, one book and. You know, we're certainly not tying the author down to anything. Many of our authors have, you know, one series published with us, another series that they might self-publish. And, you know, even in one or two cases, they've then got another series that's published by another publisher. We don't have any any real um, issue with that, you know, at all. You know, we ultimately what we want is, is, is a great book. Um, and, you know, potentially if, if, if we've got a good relationship and we can see 
that there's a lot of potential in the author, then you know we might ask if we can um, you know sign books book, book two and three as well. As an indie author, I, I tend to write in, in series uh, because it's easier for me to, to sell and package uh, series and box sets and, and make money on yeah. the box set. So do, do you also follow that strategy? You mentioned earlier in the interview um, the stand, standalones, that you were quite keen for standalones. So I'm just wondering where you, you are on that. Well, it's, it, I mean, it's, 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 um, it's a good question. I, I don't think there's a clear answer to it. I mean, I would say probably in terms of individual books, you know, some of our biggest successes um have been have been standalones um you know when we're talking about sort of you know uk top top 20 bestsellers um you know and and certainly sort of us top top 100 uh bestsellers you know which which i'm sort of thinking about i mean they have tended to be standalones but we've got you know also a, a, a great number of series that um you know have, have just sell consistently well and you know you're absolutely right you know when you have three four five books in a series you know the sort of creativity you can do with your with your marketing is 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 kind of expanded you know you can potentially put the first book on for free for a little while you know try and get a, a, a book promo on the free and uh, on, on that one and get the read-throughs or or price the first one at 99p and all this kind of stuff so i think you know quite possibly the longevity is is better in the is is is, is there in the series whereas maybe some of the sort of absolute kind of standout bestsellers um have tended to be some of the, the some of the standalones um you know that i would say that's that's my impression of it but we're very we're very open to open to both and again, a constant struggle for uh, indie authors is is not just writing the darn book, which is struggle enough. Uh, once you've written the book, you've got to get it formatted. You've got to choose a cover. You've then got to you've got to sell the blasted thing as well. Um, and these yeah. are these are all different skills, of course, and they mm-hmm. they challenge and beat many many great authors. So you know, oh, write a book. So, um, what what do you give in the way of, of support there? Presumably, you've got a team who can help with all of these things. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this is, you know, going back to one of your earlier questions. I mean, when we first started out, um, you know, Betsy and I did um, did all of these, um, well, apart from the editing, obviously, we've always had um, uh, editors that we employ, but, but we certainly did all of, you know, the, the formatting and uh, and that kind of thing in-house. Um, but 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 now, yeah, absolutely. So we have, um, we, we have a, uh, a, a publishing assistant who, you know, does, does the sort of um, formatting of the books. We actually outsource the... Um, Typesetting to a to a fantastic firm in in uh, India who do an absolutely brilliant job with the with the paperback typesetting. We, we have a cover designer, um, you know, who, who you know I think is absolutely um, you know exceptional in terms of the covers that they produce. Um, you know, so you know we 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 have we 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 have that sort of infrastructure now, um, you know, behind us that we can actually turn these things around. You know pretty quickly um you know so right you know obviously the editing process takes takes time and that's something that we would never want to rush you know likewise then it will go for an um for one or sometimes two additional additional proofreads and then it will be converted um into your into rebook files and, and obviously the paperback files as well and then it will be checked checked again for for a final time so you know there is there is a process there but i mean even these things once we've got the edit back you know we can again turn that round in a certain in in, in no more than a than a few weeks um so we, we, we've got an infrastructure in place that we you know you know we can we can work quickly um with, with this when we need to 
How much do your authors uh, value that? Because um, I, I sort of talked about not having advances before, but actually um, there is a we need to attach a value to that professional expertise because you you relieve authors of that, of course. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I, I guess many of the authors have never tried to try to do it themselves, so I don't know. Um, so they, they, you know, they probably don't necessarily know what that involves, but. But, you know, I think certainly the ones that have, have previously self-published and have, um, you know, had those, you know, as, as you know, those issues with formatting, particularly when you're trying to do a, a, a paperback and you're using um, Word, you know, it's it's an absolute, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, so I think, I, I, you know, I, I, absolutely, I think they, I, I think they value that, and 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 um, you know, our, you know, the editors we work with, the the, the copy editors, I, I really think. You know, so I'm biased in my opinion, but I really do think they're they're some of the some of the best around. And uh, you know, I, I listened to your um, uh, podcast recently with um, Morgan Bailey. She's fantastic. There's also Emma Mitchell and and, and Claire Law. You know, who are, um, you know amongst others actually, who are, who are really sort of top quality editors. And I think you know when that author gets the edit back and they see actually that the book has been improved. You know, in a way that they you. Know, you know, couldn't quite sort of picture how, how how that could happen, but just in terms of you know um, uh, you know sentence structure and um, and perhaps some sort of plotting um, kind of notes put in, and, and they you know and I think at that point they they realise that you know this is actually the the real value that we're that we're adding there. Um, so yeah, I, you know it's it's certainly very important. Um, you know that that process is obviously hugely important in terms of in terms of you know putting a great a great book out there and, and a great end product for for the reader. I've been following uh, the progress of Graham Smith, who's a, a local uh, pal. Mm-hmm. He just lives up the motorway um, from me, and we see each other um, from time to time. So yeah. I'm following his his progress with with Bloodhound Books with great interest. And one of the things I've noticed about um, uh, Graham's books uh, is that he's got a lot of reviews on there um, very quickly. And again, this is one of the curses of being on your own as a self-published mm-hmm. author. It's a devil of a job to get those reviews. But already, um, yeah. looking at Watching the Bodies has got in the UK 59 customer reviews on, and and, and they're good reviews too. So how, are you, how are you helping with that to get that momentum going? It's so important, isn't it? That's absolutely vital. And I think, you know, getting that social proof, you know, on launch day, ideally, um, it, it, you know, it makes a big difference. There's two strands to that. One, of which we have a we have a publicist Sarah Hardy um, who, who probably some people listening will, will know her know her blog um, by the letter book reviews. You know she organises um, uh, blog tours for all our for all the uh, new releases, um, and they uh, so so all of those all of those bloggers will will. will you know, receive the book, you know, two or three weeks in advance of, of publication. And they will, of course, review the book on their blog, um, but also review the book on, on Amazon as well. We then also have um, our own ARC list. And these people are not necessarily bloggers, but I guess that they're just sort of avid readers and avid crime fiction fans. Um, and we send, um, we've got about four or 500 people on that list now. And um, we don't send every book to all of them, but um, um, but but we, um, we we send the book out again in advance to uh, uh, you know a couple of weeks in advance to a, to a segment off that list, you know, which again will you know tends to generate sort of, you know ten to fifteen reviews. So ideally, what we want is is when a book is on launch day that you know a, a, a book you know should have sort of fifteen to twenty reviews on there on launch day. And I, I you know I do think it makes a it, it makes a big difference to get those to get those reviews in early on. 
The other thing I've noticed about Graham's books, um, and I know that you recruited somebody uh, fairly recently to do this work, your um, marketing has become, I think, more sophisticated recently. I'm noticing a lot of retargeting uh, these days, uh, something I'm mm. a huge fan of. Um, ju- ju- just um, talk us through that, because that is a, a, a the next level of marketing, isn't it, where Graham's book chases me around the internet, uh, yes. reminding me that it's available yeah, for yeah. sale. Yeah. Yeah, so we've had um, uh, Tim, Tim Flanagan, who... Um, you know, has, has good experience in, in, in publishing. And he's also worked with, with self-published authors actually in, in the past of helping them build their, their profile. Um, you know, yeah. And I think he, he, he certainly sort of raised the bar in terms of what we're doing, um, you know, particularly on, uh, you know, on things like AMS ads, uh, which, you know, has, um, which, which I think are very important in, in the U S um, and, and sort of Facebook ads as well. Um, you know, there's something I'd previously been, managing myself and you know i think we you know i think what thing you know we perhaps got a little bit sort of formulate with it um you know facebook ads are you know can be an amazing amazing tool um but you have to manage them manage them carefully and uh, sort of my time was being stretched a little bit to actually to actually do that so i think tim has um uh you know he's come in he's doing a fantastic job um you know and you know that 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 you know that sort of digital advertising is in itself a you know full-time job i mean we you know, spend uh, quite a scary amount of money on the on, on the Facebook advertising, and, and it's uh, certainly a huge reassurance for us to now to know that they are each of those ads is being sort of micromanaged on a on a daily basis, and the targeting is being adjusted, and the artwork is changing, and so on and so forth, just to keep them keep them fresh. And I think that's um, that's very very important. Now, I know that you've, uh, I say recently, yeah, it is fairly recently launched Bombshell Book, so you've got a sister imprint now. Uh, so you're on what are you doing? Women's fiction, chick lit. And romance books. What what yeah. led to that um, that diversion? Well, it's it's um, it's interesting question. Actually, I mean, we we basically an, an opportunity presented itself to us. There was um, uh, an author who has been very successful in in Sweden. Um, her name is uh, Therese Loreska. Uh, she's a chick author. She's I think been described as, as Sweden's answer to. Um, uh, or, or sorry, books rather been described as Sweden's answer to, to Bridget Jones. Now, the, the the opportunity just presented itself that um, that we could uh, have a you know offer the trans the English versions um, uh, translated versions in 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 the UK and, in, and indeed in the US as well. And uh, clearly, it didn't fit under the Bloodhound Books imprint. But we thought um, you know we, we we had people read the books. We thought you know everyone absolutely loved them. You know, and, and we're just sort of open to, you know, open to open to new opportunities. Um, so we thought, you know, what the hell? Let's uh, let's let's take them on, but we don't want to sort of you know muddy the water with with Bloodhound. You know, we're obviously building our reputation. We've got a reputation for the crime and thrillers. We don't want to risk confusing that. So we started um, a separate imprint to publish them under. Um, and and again, it's just something that we, um, you know, it it, it 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 sort of makes makes sense really for us. You know, to you know, I guess along with crime and thrillers, the next, you know, the 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 biggest, you know, the the biggest genre is so this sort of women's fiction, chick lit, romance. Um, they are the big sellers. Um, you know, we think we've got a formula that more or less can be rolled across. Um, you know, and, and you know, we thought, you know, let's let let's give it a go. You know, the good the good thing, you know, because we've been sort of hiring in a few positions this year. You know, mine and Betsy's time has been to some extent freed up to to, to perhaps kind of um look at look at these um trying to grow different areas of the business um 
And, and we'll, 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 we'll give it a go. I mean, Blood Humbugs is, is um, you know, that's obviously the, the bread and butter and, 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 you know, we certainly won't be losing focus on on that. But but if we can um, perhaps kind of roll out a similar similar formula for for bombshell books then we'll give it a good go and, and so far results have been um results have been fairly fairly positive with that and um you know we'll certainly certainly continue with it one of the other things that you're able to offer um your writers is that you've got a a large uh, mailing list all of this is scalable you refer to it with, with the facebook ads that as a mm. single author you're very vulnerable to losing the shirt off your back if you use facebook ads but you've got this this bigger company resilience and with that comes things like big mailing lists as well uh, yeah. how, how much of an advantage is that for authors to be able to hit that that you know beautifully targeted um, genre mailing list the the, the, the mailing list is is absolutely vital and and um, you know this would go for you know, go for us, but I, you know, I think also any sort of self-published um, author who's, um, you know, should really focus on on building up their mailing list as well, because you know that's that's yours, that's yours for life. You know, Facebook advertising, they click their fingers, they change something. Um, you know, things get you know, get more and more people, more and more publishers who advertise on Facebook, things like that get more competitive and and, and, and more difficult. Your mailing list is yours. Um, you know, for life, you know, you take, you t- take that away with you. So that is really, really important. And we've, you know, I would say particularly over the last six months, um, put a huge focus um, into building that. And we've actually almost um, doubled it over the last six months. We've also sort of managed to kind of segment it somewhat in terms of, in terms of um, even within the sort of crime and thriller genre, what books people uh, prefer. So whether it's sort of police procedure or the psychological thrillers um so it, it certainly you know is, is a is a very important important resource for us and and you know it's a big focus for us to continue to grow, to, to, to grow that list we've talked a lot about what support you offer to the authors i'm interested if you require anything f- from the author so for instance i assume it's a two-way street that it's going to help if the author mm. engages in some of this stuff for themselves as well yeah, I mean, I think um, so. We send out a, um, you know, a, a, a sort of where when we sign an author, we send out a, a few documents. Um, you know, one of which is is you know build your own uh, profile on on social media. And, and in one way, you know, in one way we don't because you know we we are a publisher. We don't um, expect, you know, we don't um, sort of insist that the author does does this stuff um you know there's no sort of contractual thing about it but certainly you know we, it, it does really really help if, if the author can build their own profile so that will be having their author facebook page um you know having their um you know having a, a twitter account that sort of fairly basic stuff um but beyond that you know what, what we find actually really makes a difference is actually interacting um with, with your readers um you know, so that will be in particular the first week or two after publication. You know, the blog tours are going to be going around social media. Um, there's going to be people commenting in the online groups about, hey, if you have just read so and so, love this book. You know, just to have the author who goes on there and says, thanks, thanks so much for the review. You know, it does make a difference, and and that's really what we, I, I guess, as a minimum, that's really what we really want the authors to do to to be as as available as possible during that first sort of couple of weeks weeks you know get online interact with your readers build your profile and you know that in turn will encourage other people to to, to, to buy the book when they see when they see your name around and and, and you 
sort of contributing in the, in the online book group. You know, there's, there's sort of so many of them and, um, you know, there's kind of good communities in, in themselves. And I think, um, you know, when authors get involved, it, it can really sort of help to build that profile up. And to that end, looking at uh, Graham's um, Amazon author profile, um, mm-hmm. I know that I've talked to some people who've gone through third-party publishers. They're not doing it the way that you're doing it. They're actually self-publishing you know, almost entirely yeah. on behalf of other people. And, and they, they often seem to lose control of their own Amazon author page, whereas uh, you know, Graham has brought your two books in with his other books, uh, which come from a, a variety of sources. And how, how does that work at a practical level? As an, as an author, you know, it's quite important for me to own those on my Amazon author page and bring those in with my brand. How does that work practically with you? Oh, I mean, we wouldn't dream of, um, of, of, of kind of dictating what, what any author should put on their Amazon author page. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's their that's their real estate. That's, you know, it would be like their sort of Facebook page. Um, you know, the, you know, it's absolutely for them to do as, as, as they wish with them. I mean, certainly would encourage them to have one. Um, but, but beyond that, you know, um, you know, we, we, you know, we don't have a great deal of input with that unless, unless, unless an author asks us for, for advice um, with it, you know, that's, that's, you know, their, that's their author page. And then, you know, if they, in the future, they, for whatever reason, they go to a different publisher, you know, they sign a, a six figure deal with one of the, one of the big boys, then, then that's fine. They can take that, um, you know, that, that remains their author page. Um, so, you know, as long as their books are, books are linked to it and, and, um, and they have one, that's really all that, all that's uh, sort of, ma- you know, uh, kind of matters for us in, in that respect. And how do things like royalty payments uh, come in? So at the moment I get paid monthly, for instance, how, how do you issue the royalties? We, we, we pay royalties um, uh, quarterly, so um, so that you know it, it, it makes sense for us to do that, you know, just because it's uh, it's it's a, lot, it's a lot of work to actually kind of process the statements and um, and, and actually you know make the transactions. Um, so so we do that we do that quarterly, and, and they would be along the same um, sort of um, you know sort of essentially quarter, quarterly in a risk. So um, for the moment. Uh, you know, we'll essentially wait until we've been paid by by Amazon and and the other the other sort of third parties, and then and, and then we'll pay it sort of three months later. And in that process, do I become blind to my metrics? So, for instance, at the moment, I run Book Report every day. I can see what I'm selling, how many of each book. Um, do it? Do I get those kind of metrics when I publish? With do I know how I'm doing we, and where? We 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 send a breakdown of of uh, of unit sales for each for each territory um, and. Uh, K, um, KNP um, page so page reads for each territory paperback sales we, we, we lump the, the paperback sales of Ingram and the creative space are, are, are put together there's not because there's not much need to sort of separate them but, but certainly paperback sales are, are then separated um, so it's, it's, it's a fairly comprehensive breakdown um, and, and, and likewise you know, you know I think I, and, and I can completely understand this. You know, when we have self-published authors who come to us, and they're they're used to be able be, being able to check their sales figures on a on a daily basis, um, and and they get a bit um, you know concerned that they can't do that anymore. I will, you, you know, any other authors will tell you that you know if they if they're curious about sales figures, they come to me, and I will give them a pretty um, you know an estimation, you know. If, you know, once once a week if they really if they really want that. But um, but but certainly, I you know I'm very happy to keep. Keep the authors fully up to date with with how the books how the books performing. One of the things that I really like about 
uh, Bloodhound is this sense of um, of community that you seem to have, and and, and uh, I mean this by um, the blog tours, um, you know, people like Morgan who 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 um, edit the books as well. Uh, everybody seems to kind of pitch in and support the authors, including the authors themselves. Is that something you've you've yeah. specifically tried to foster? I, I I mean, I guess it's you know, it's I, I you know, I'm sort of obviously glad you glad you picked up on it. I mean. The- that is certainly there, and um, I, I guess we have tried to foster it. But I guess also it's just something that has that has kind of grown organically, really. And I think you know, even with um, with, with with readers, actually, I mean, um, you know, we've got a very loyal following of, um, of, of of readers who will read. You know, not, I mean, you know, we often publish six, seven books a month, and you know, I know there. Are there's a great number of readers who will read all of our books, um, you know, and get in touch with us and tell us how much they love our love our books. And you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling. And, and I you know agree. I, I see it myself. I know the authors have a have a group, um, have a Facebook group on online that they're all part of. And um, I'm not privy to that, but I but I you know hear that they're all very supportive of, of one another. Um, so you know we're absolutely delighted we've got that sort of sense of community and it's really really important um, for us and um, you know we will you know as we grow one of the really important things for us is to is to maintain that um, and you know I think no matter how how big we grow you know we're always going to have this very much you know the authors are going to always have a relationship with with both Betsy and myself because I think hopefully that's where it kind of stems from that they kind of you know, they, they feel they can come to us with any question, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, marketing or editing or, you know, whatever, they feel comfortable, um, you know, coming to, coming to both of us and, and asking and, and, you know, we'd like obviously to then also meet up in, in the flesh as well, you know, at the kind of events and, um, you know, Harrogate Crime Festival and book fairs and things like that. So that, that sort of relationship, that, report is absolutely absolutely vital and you know i just you know long may it continue really so we have traditional publishing we have self-publishing going it alone and then Mm -hmm. you're somewhere in that in that middle ground so um why should uh, a writer uh, consider being published with you well i you know there's there's a number of options on the table for them as 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 you as you've said i mean um you know self-publishing you know is you know great and i mean you look at some of the some of the huge success that that some authors have had and you know they've got complete control over their work and i can understand why they why that would be a tempting a tempting route but it's a really lonely um it's a lonely road and um you know it's, it's you know as, as you've alluded to already you know in terms of the this all the different processes that you have to have to go through it's it's a tough it's a tough slog um and i think you know they need you need a an abs- a real sort of commercial commercial nous, uh you know these days to to make a success of self publishing so it's not it's not for everyone and and probably honestly it's not for, you know for most for most writers it's probably not you know what they what what they dreamed of or or what they really want to do with their time they want to spend their time writing books um you know and then obviously on on the other side you know you have the you have the traditional publishers who potentially um you know, if you're, you know, one of the one in a million who can get your deal, potentially they can catapult you to, um, to to stardom. But at the same time, you know, we've had authors who have come to us from big publishers who just feel that they've got no relationship with with anybody there. They don't know how their book's doing. They don't feel the big pub- the publishers are, are pushing their books. They've just kind of got lost in the in the ether of the 
of, of, of those kind of Goliaths, really. Um, so we are, I, I think, you know, the perfect sort of happy, happy medium. And, you know, we will, you know, we, we, at every book we publish, you know, we will absolutely get behind, you know, we will only publish a book if we hundred percent believe in it. And if we are going to absolutely throw ourselves at it in terms of the marketing. So every book we publish, we have, we have the same budget for, for, for marketing and promotion. We don't, prioritize you know we don't say oh because this person's already sold x number of books that that we're going to put extra behind them if we're publishing a book you know we want it to be a bestseller we'll do our absolute utmost to get that you know furthermore they you know you will these authors will have a relationship with us they will have input on on you know as we've said before on the editing on the cover and all these kinds of things so so you know i you know for us i think that that is really um you know, I think all those kind of things, things considered, I mean, I think, you know, potentially the sort of independent kind of digital publisher is, is the way to go. Um, and, you know, I like to think we're, you know, certainly amongst the forerunners within that area. Um, so, you know, please, you know, I hope that, hope that encourages people to, to, to submit, um, you know, and, uh, and we'd be delighted to read their work if they did. And so we should conclude this interview by saying, for those authors who've listened to this and think, you know what, that's exactly what I'm after, how should we submit? How can we get in touch with you? So um, the, the best thing to do is to check out our website, which is uh, uh, www.bloodhoundbooks.com. Um, and then on there, you'll see a submissions tab. Um, submissions page um, really absolutely details everything you'll need to know so um you know what uh what what we'll do for your book um you know and what you need to do to submit um it's very straightforward we do need a finished a finished manuscript unfortunately we won't uh consider books that are not finished which is a question we often get asked um so we, we do need you to finish your books and we'll also need a synopsis that's really important and the synopsis, and again, this is another question we get asked all the time. The, the synopsis does need to have the ending. It does need to have spoilers. Um, you know, it's a really important part of, of us assessing the book in the initial stage. We need to know where it will go. Um, and we also need the first first three chapters. Um, you know, send it all to um, the details on the website, but it's submissions at bloodhelmbooks.com. You know, we'd, uh, we'd love to take a look. And, um, you know, we'll, we'd obviously, as I said, we'd get back to you absolutely as soon as we can. Thank you for listening to this week's self-publishing journeys. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with your indie author friends. Or you can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast directory you use. In the meantime, you'll find previous interviews and all the show notes at selfpublishingjourneys.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll have more great self-publishing tips for you next week.